He'll be back. Welcome back to the broadcast, man. Uh, we will be getting into a lot of a lot of shit going on around the world today, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of nutty shit going on around the world. We ready to talk about it today. We got my nigga Lonnie B in this bitch. Cuz was good. Uh, how y'all niggas feeling? I'm good. I'm good. What's up with you, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm just chilling. Uh, just chilling, laying ready to get to it today, man. I'm taking it easy as possible, man. Taking it as easy as fucking possible. Nah, yeah, I feel you, bro. I had just got off the game just now, bro. I was so fucking heated. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I do my days, bro, as like being a competitive, like raging go hard game bro i think my shit is over bro i think i'm passing my prime i'm not going to hold you what yeah bro some little niggas just got me out the paint bro like you got me out of here no i've been playing like uh i've been playing rocket league and i play fortnite so i play like games that young niggas are playing yeah okay yeah Yeah, you're you're definitely outnumbered by the young youngins um but i i mean to say that you lost your uh, you, you your past your prime and you might have lost your touch, I think that's a little far fetched, honestly, bro. Because you gotta think about the era that we came up in with game playing and shit. And now things are so internet battle royale esque. Like right, I mean, right. You know the, the list just goes on, and it's nothing like what we were brought up on. And I know Cuz can agree with this. Like you know we we're story mode players. You feel what I'm saying? Like. We play story mode, we beat the game. And it just so happened that, you know, in the whole evolution and the advancement of this whole game playing world thing, you know, now we can beat the game and not get rid of the game, but continue playing the game because it has an online feature. So now we look at fucking Rocket League, you know, and Fortnite and all that. And it's just like, yo, if you're the the remaining person that survives while everybody else is dead, you're the winner, but... There's nothing like what we was brought up on, Lonnie. So I just think, honestly, bro, you're not past your prime. You're just, you're, it's almost like you're an OG in a new game. And it's like, at the end of the day, I don't care, bro. Niggas going to give me my respect. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas don't remember how, you, how hard it used to be to beat a, a 007 James Bond game and be great at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like niggas will never know about that shit. Niggas will never know about when we was on Let's Get Ready to Rumble and you had to play the story mode slash arcade mode, and at the end, you unlock Michael Jackson. You feel me? Niggas will never know what that's like. Niggas will never know what the fuck that's like, bro. Niggas will never know. Like, niggas don't even remember when, when Michael, Michael Jordan was just a blacked-out player for years on 2K until 2011. Niggas will never know what that's like. 
just you you it's almost like you just got jumped. Like you you were Eddie Murphy and Daddy Daycare and you thought this was gonna be a cake a cake walking apart. And them fucking kids jumped you, that's all. <laughs> no, fast, bro. I mean, bro, I got on the mic, bro, I was talking shit. And they bro, they literally was telling me to get my old ass off the game, bro. Oh, so you were talking yeah, shit. Yes, bro, but you already know, like, like you said, I'm, I'm from the old age of gaming where, yeah. like, yes, you get on the mic, you talk shit, like, you get yeah. the shit off. I mean, think about it, Lonnie, it ain't, like, the hacker game is so lethal nowadays, bro. You gotta be careful who you pop shit to on the game, bro. Like, like even even playing Madden online. Like <laughs> when Cuz when Cuz was here at the crib with me, and I was watching play online. Like I love the fact that we could still go online and play, you know, against anybody across the world. But shit is so technical and detailed, and they make these games super fucking real. And honestly, man, if you if you if you ask me, it, it just it takes a little bit of the value of gameplay away. Because like you said, you like, bro, I just got off the game. I'm mad as hell. You don't even want to talk to me after a bad Call of Duty game. You don't want to talk to me after a bad Madden game, 2K game. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how that shit feels. But yeah, Lonnie, you ain't lose your touch, bro. It's a weird time in, in our generation right now, bro. It just really is. Like, we weren't brought up in this bullshit, you know? All right. Uh, let's so let's get into the first topic today, fellas. So, first on the docket, for the first time since 1960, both actors and writers have officially gone on strike, completely shutting down the film and television uh, industry at this current moment. Now, because you are familiar with this type of scene, you you have acted in uh, multiple things before. Please give us give us a breakdown of, of what is going on right now behind the scenes with with uh with the actors going on strike right now. Specifically, this though, with the actors going on strike. Okay, so uh, real, real quick, is it a specific production or is it uh, from like an industrial? Standpoint? I believe it's. It's all. It's across the board. It's across the board. There is one uh, TV show still in production. I'll mention them later. But as of right now, as far as I'm concerned, everybody is uh, shut down. Wow. Uh, okay. So, I mean, that could be for a multitude of things. Because honestly, um, I'm not surprised. First and foremost, I'm not surprised, man. I. If I could just tell y'all how, you know, the bread trickles down when you're pursuing a career, um, you know, and being a thespian, whether it be on stage or on screen, it's just a lot of hurdles and doors and hurdles and doors. And it's like, you know, it's no secret that the business is, you know, shysty. So it just sounds, it, it just sounds like a lot of people are upset that they aren't getting paid for the fruits of their labor, you know what I'm saying? And not being appreciated for what they have to offer, you know, on screen, behind the screen, on the scenes, behind the scenes. Like, it takes so much for production to be a success. And, you know, I'm going to keep reiterating it. That's for both on stage and on screen. It's so much. It's not like, like, okay, prime example, like training day. When people hear training day, they just think of Denzel's role. Okay. But at the same time, training day wouldn't be training day without without fucking Macy Gray snippet. Yo, you ain't no motherfucking police. You wanna get motherfuckers coming? <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like that. Like stuff like that. No, that ass. 
credit of what they had to offer to a production. And then you got to sit here and you got to look on social media. You got to look on a TV screen. They praising this one. It's like, well, damn, if it wasn't for what I had to offer, we wouldn't even be here right now. You know, so this, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's funny that you even brought that up because I had some I had somebody in my job today um, mention another casting platform that I could take advantage of and, you know, literally get the drops from the actual casting director so I could book some work. But she was like, yeah, despite the writer's strike that's going on right now. And I caught that and I didn't stop her in conversation. I'm just like, hmm, somebody's not getting paid what they deserve. I'm going to leave it at that, though, Kyle. Yo, Lonnie, did you want to touch on this? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like Sean, you know, he covered all his bases. Uh, you know, I feel like the uh, the writer's strike going on is, it, it makes sense. Um, I heard a speech that the uh, the SAG president, um, she's from The Nanny. She's the main character from The Nanny, that TV show from like the 90s and early 2000s. I forgot her name. But she was just pretty much saying that, you know, there's, uh, Hollywood tells people that there's, not enough money for like budgets for you know big movies and television shows but you know the CEOs of these companies always get a pay raise every year and it's you know by an exorbitant amount of millions you know like 20-30 millions every year so I feel like you know the people at the top definitely just got greedy and the people that work for them you know they got hungry but and you know a few things started to not line up started to not make sense and now they're taking action so I definitely support it Wait wait a minute, real quick, because Lonnie brought up a great point, and that was something I actually wanted to touch on. So, yeah, because I don't know if you know, but there is an actors' equity union that is called SAG-AFTRA, right? SAG-AFTRA, S-A-G, space, uh, capital A-F-T-A, yeah, SAG-AFTRA. And um, pretty much, because, so, this is still something that I'm pursuing so I already had one major uh, production that I worked on and I did have an additional one so there's a pink slip that you receive um, you know when you fill out your your financial information so you can get paid for your work and there's a pink slip you know which takes your ink pen and converts it into pencil you know how that whole thing goes but that's like your receipt you know what I'm saying you want to keep that with you if you have a minimum of two pink slips you can submit those two pink slips and get your actor's equity card. Well, Sean, what is an actor's equity card? Okay, this is the card that will book you better roles, better work, and of course, that's when the big bucks start rolling in. So yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you know you're back dish at the fast food joint, and then you're washing lettuce, and then you're on fries. <laughs> And when you get an after card, you're at the cash register. And that's when the big bucks start rolling in. So, yeah, man, I mean, like, cuz, I mean, just the short version, because we're going to keep this short, but a uh, prime example, like, say you go to a set, there's a table for the actors' equity people, and then there's a table for the non union people. So, the non union people, their table looks like Section 8. Okay, it's like a it's like an ACA apartment in Alangsi, New Jersey, with one bedroom, a roast problem, and hella mice. It's just in disarray. It's something that space in that vicinity. Okay, then we're gonna go over to the actors' equity, the the unified, the union actors. They got a fondue machine with chocolate coming from the top, 
you got thick, you got marshmallows, you got blocks of cheese, you got crackers, you got pepperoni. I mean, it's, it's, it's squirrels, doves, and cardinals flying all around. I mean, it's immaculate, it's elegant. But you better not take your non-union ass near that fucking table. This is going to be a problem. You might get kicked the fuck off set because they will ask, hey, you, you got, where's your actor's equity card? You don't have your card? You caught at that table? Yeah. Good luck with booking your next job. Uh, Brother, did you want to speak on this? said about how they striking and why they striking it ain't the same industry but it is an industry and I work for UPS and we about to strike and that's just because like Lonnie said they making hella money the pandemic they made like a hundred mil or a hundred billion or something crazy like that and I promise you I ain't getting none of that I ain't getting no type of extra bonus we was working during the pandemic every single day I was coming back home to my family after being exposed and we ain't see not nothing. We got t-shirts and masks. That was it. So, and now we about to strike. So you feel me? So I, I could dig seeing them make all them bonuses, $10 million bonuses and all that type of shit. And now, you know what we get. So I, I understand them. I feel them. So, you know, until shit change, I guess we ain't going to be watching a couple shows or some shit. Okay. Also, also, cause in the, in the same breath to add to that, like th- this just goes to show how disrespectful, um, you know, the industry can get despite the talent that you have to offer, you know, despite your ability to change the the face of an entire production. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit just. It, at the end of the day, they got enough money. They got more than enough money. Okay. Uh, I think we all heard what Ludacris said about you know them continuing the whole. Uh, you know, series of, you know, Fast and Furious or whatever, like, yo, box office money is different. Movie money is different. That's why a lot of niggas that start off with music, they go to movies, okay? So just to wrap this up, it's bullshit them saying that they don't have enough money, man. The motherfuckers got the money. Alright, bet. So, moving on, fellas. So, somewhat related to this, so some studio... Um, AI is proposing, basically, they're going to scan certain actors' voice and use their likeness, uh, basically, to, I guess, use them in some, in some type of way. Uh, Lonnie, could you elaborate on this? Um, I mean, from what I could read, like I said, they were going to um, use like different background actors. And, you know, if they just fit the mold in one of these TV shows and movies, they're just going to, you know, AI them into the movie. And it's going to be like on some CGI shit, you know, just to use different background actors. Um, I mean, this is insanity. Uh, this is exactly what Black Mirror was trying to tell us. Um, and it didn't, it did not take long at all. Black Mirror dropped like two months ago. Like, this shit happened right now today. So, I think, I think it's insanity. I think it's one of those things where, like, people are striking against. I think this is one of the reasons why they're on strike. Because, you know, now that this is public, I mean, I know they've definitely heard rumblings about this, you know, in the, uh, the industry, like the actors community and stuff like that. Like, all the major players definitely heard that this type of thing was on the horizon. And, um, like I said, it's just wrong, bro. It, and I heard they're not, um, they're not going to be compensating the background actors every time they're, they're used to. Which is insane, bro. Hell Yo, yeah. 
thing that's fucking crazy because um I'm glad you brought that point up, Lonnie. Yeah, but bro, um and everybody knows how much background actors make a scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if you hire uh, you know, like a couple hundred people to be a crowd for a fight or a basketball game. Without that crowd, it doesn't, you know, make the scene authentic. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make it a reality. And with that being said, it's just like, I remember I got paid $88 and some change for my, my background work um, in, in Nerve with Emma Roberts, you know, Dave Franco, Machine Gun Kelly. And despite, you know, the, the check and the minimum amount, you know, I was just happy to be able to say that, yo, like, it's on my resume. And I can actually say I legit worked with these people. I was on the set the same day that they were on set. I was right there next to these motherfuckers. Um, you know, but it it just it's so unfair, cause it's so unfair. And this goes this touches on a lot of things that we talked about personally on the phone. You know, it's so many people that are very talented and they put the grind in so they can get to a certain plateau within their career. And then you, you reach this door or this gate and you realize, damn, it's either I gotta do this or I gotta know somebody that knows somebody that'll be able to unlock the gate and let me in. But why can't it just be this person is gifted at what they do. They deserve to get paid as a professional. Nah. And that's why I tell people, man, this industry shit, it's not about talent. I mean, that's a good point. Um, y'all do make a good point. And like you said, Lonnie, this is definitely some black mirror shit going on. But uh, with all this writer strike shit going on, uh, we do have the House of Dragons, right? Season two is continued filming despite the strike. And this is because most of the cast are UK actors, and they're working under, you know, certain contracts in their area. So that that going on strike shit is dead. So for all my niggas that was looking forward to Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, let's go ahead and give it up for us. Uh, we still lit. We still up one. That shit, that shit ain't slowing down. You know, shout out all my Game of Thronies. What's good, Lane? I, I see you want to comment. Lane, what's good with you? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm curious. I mean, if all the UK actors are still working, like, can we get a new season of Top Boy, please? Like, what's up with y'all? Yeah, but but that, it kind of raises an antenna, though, because, cause like you said, all right, so now these niggas out here in, in Europe, they acting and shit. That just makes me think about CERN. That makes me think about the Federal Reserve. That just makes me think about a lot of things, man, because clearly they know something that we don't here in America and we all know how Europe views America um, and even and even real quick because even to add on to that that uh, statement you made on the whole AI shit it's, it's getting it's getting scary it's getting scary and and I swear bro I, I peep games I, I did see the one episode of Black Mirrors but I also heard OG say you know this is this is a slow turn and it's it's turning right now as we speak but it's turning very slow and as and as the turn goes on, we just start realizing certain things coming off a little different, sounding a little different, seeming a little different, looking a little different. And uh, I just yeah, we're we're at another shift, and I think this this particular shift right here, this is something that we're not we're not ready for. And um, who is to say like you know this would you know cause people like myself, you know, cause anybody you know that wants to you know, be a force in the world of entertainment, 
maybe maybe this might be the door or the little light bulb to say, hey, maybe maybe I should move out of America to further my career and do it the right way, opposed to me having to do the weird shit so I can be a part of Hollywood. It's just a thought, though. Hey, I ain't mad at it. Um, like I said, though, I'm happy that uh, Game of Thrones is still still on. So I, I'm not too mad about the writing strike. I got a couple shows and a couple movies I want them to continue working on. But, you know, we're going to see what's good. And we'll be talking about the Emmys probably. Um, is it the Emmys lane? That's what niggas get for the acting right now? Yeah, but yeah, the, um, the Emmy nominations just dropped. Uh, I mean, we can could, we could talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know The Last of Us is up for a lot of awards, and The Last of Us, an amazing video game, and it was an amazing show. So I'm not mad at any awards they about to get. Uh, so uh, moving on. So we do also staying in movies. We got a new Mister and Mrs. Smith coming out, starring Donald Glover and and Maya. What's her name, Lonnie? What's that? <laughs> I know you I, went to I that. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> Did this nigga like just say her, Donald Glover? It's not like she getting her, you know, her first role. Like, she's back and ready to snap. What's her last name? Lonnie, how you pronounce her last name? No, I know you. And yes, I said Donald Glover, cuz. Lethal Weapon Donald Glover? Le- no, nigga. Uh, oh, her name is Maya. Excuse me. Excuse me, y'all. <laughs> her name is Maya Erskine? 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 Yeah. Bro, hold on. Childish Gambino's real name is Donald Glover, right? Oh, yeah. yeah Gambino. Oh, yeah. The way... Because you had me thinking like, wait, what? Nah, not the old head. Not the old head. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Gambino, Gambino a little spicy to me. But I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just keep that to myself. I don't know. Man. How you feel about him playing in that role, though? Uh, I mean... I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to bomb it or whatever because Gambino is very talented. Uh, his his approach, I got to give credit and I got to give flowers. Fuck. And I, I, I wouldn't be real if I didn't. Gambino's approach to the game is, is very parallel to how mine is because Gambino is gifted in multiple areas. He's very multi-talented. I've seen this motherfucker make a beat live. I've seen a motherfucker do stand-up. I've seen a motherfucker act. And I've seen him put together a very sensational music video. Uh, it's just, like I said, certain things he'd be doing. I'd be like, ah, that's a little spicy for me. Is that each Understandable. Lady? What's you, good, Lane? Uh, yeah, look, I want to um, speak on, you know, Gambino and Maya Erskine. Um, I uh, just in the role of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Now, uh, like, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, from the roles that I've seen Gambino in, it's mostly like comedy or, you know, uh, drama type roles, but I've never seen him in an action movie. So, I mean, you know, it is kind of interesting when you think about it, but I just want to see how he is when I approach But I ain't mad at it. What was you gonna say, Cuz? I mean, honestly, Cuz, the, the, yeah, like Lonnie said, the, the crossover to Mrs. and Mrs. Smith. 
Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah, that it's interesting, but that's the that's the exact shit that he get motherfuckers in the seat in the movie theater because it's the mystery behind it. Well, how the fuck is he gonna do? Well, exactly. Fucking see, you know that that right there. So shout out to the director, the casting director on that one. Uh, definitely peep what you was doing there, sir or ma'am. Um, but uh, yeah, I do have a lot. I do have a lot of faith in Gambino because Gambino is very diverse. Uh, Gambino can get very dark. Gambino can lighten it up. He could be very silly or he could be very serious. So, uh, and he, he he gives he gives off like a potential master in satire. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it would be it would be something to see. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't. It just seems like the work, this new work that's coming out, is more sampling and reviving or remake or remixing more so than original work and that is really pissing me the fuck off i don't like that shit like it's almost like motherfuckers are scared to fail or scared to get a couple bad reviews or get some rotten tomatoes or whatever like fuck that bro do what you want to do for you and put your mind to it and be great at that shit we seen mr and mrs smith already so why we need another one i don't fucking know and you already know how i feel about the music because niggas are sampling left and right like we don't have a multitude of instruments and we can get sound from objects but who the fuck am i i don't know all right but i think it's going to be a good movie i'm looking forward to it i can't wait to see what this nigga gambino brings to the table so we got burger king is causing a stir in thailand so lonnie is craving this burger he's been telling me he's been craving this burger thailand is now offering a new burger with no meat pause just a jaw dropping amount of cheese have y'all seen this burger It's like the ultimate grilled cheese. My nigga, you like grilled cheese? Nah, not that. That's a fucking cheeseburger. That's a cheeseburger. (laughs) 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 That's definitely a cheeseburger. So, Lonnie, you don't want it? No more? Hell no, stop playing with me. I, I seen the uh, the article, bro. That shit said it got twenty slices of cheese on that thing. Twenty slices? It's twenty. Yes, it's twenty slices of cheese on that bitch. Like you said, the ultimate grilled cheese, bro. The ultimate grilled <laughs> cheese, my nigga. Cause would you eat this burger? Uh, specifically for five thousand dollars, would you eat the the ultimate grilled cheese sandwich from Burger King? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could understand, you know, eat this big, great bowl of broccoli or like, you know, eat this <laughs> salad or this great big bowl of linguine pasta. But a burger with 20 slices of cheese. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. It's just not marketable. It's just not marketable. I don't think 
five thousand, being five thousand dollars richer and also severely constipated, I don't think it's worth it. How am I gonna? I think you would do it. No, cause how? 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 If, if first of all, I don't need that much <laughs> cheese unless it's mozzarella. <laughs> it's mozzarella. Let's 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 get that let's get that out hey, there. Sure. Are you close? Are you close to a mirror? Not necessarily. I want you to go look in the mirror, and I want you to ask that person in the mirror, would you eat that big ass cheese sandwich for five thousand dollars? I swear to God, he's gonna say yeah. <laughs> no, why? Five thousand dollars, Sean. Because why do I have to violate my moralistic principles? I don't know if I could do that, bro. That is, I don't even know if I could do it. 100%. I'm eating that shit 100%. Thank you, Lonnie. Lonnie, you are a roughneck. Yeah, like, yeah, y'all niggas would have period. I go hard. Yes, I'm about my bread. Stop playing about me. That man, get the fuck out of here, bro. Sean, look. You're eating that cheese sandwich for like... 20 to 30 minutes tops, bro, for five bands. That's light. You make five bands in 30 minutes. Mm, yo, this is the same nigga that ate a whole chicken finger. Nah, he was ready to pop shit. That's why he cut out. Hold on. What were you going to say? <laughs> he said, what? 